0: to another episode of Strike Forts, I am here with Peter Frost. How you doing, bruv? Boom. <laughs> fucking good. Hot. Yeah, it's fucking free, it's boiling. Fucking so hot, bruv. <laughs> Melting. I thought summer was over. <laughs> so we were talking on the other pod about, we were talking on two peas in the pod about like how things last for like for two weeks at a time. Like a big news story comes along. Do you hear us talk? I know. So we were talking about it on Scene the Grime because we were talking. Have you seen all this stuff about Wiley? Uh, yeah, I don't really follow it. That's fair enough. But yeah, it's like, it's like all this stuff, we give everything two weeks, and then we were like, do you remember Brexit? It's like, yeah, that's right, gone okay, now. Yeah, do you remember okay. coronavirus? Yeah, that's gone now. And then it was like, what's next? Heatwave. Heatwave, mate. <laughs>
1: Fucking heatwave. <laughs> Fucking corona was longer than two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? I give everything two weeks anyway. Um, Pete, we need to go through this last card. What did you think about the card in general? Fight Island 3, Whitaker versus
1: Till? Yeah, it was. I've, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... Um a good way to like close it out. Mm. I didn't even realise as I was watching it, I was like, oh shit, this is the last one. And yeah, then yeah. And then they're going back to America. But I did hear someone say that like, oh, we're not 100% sure because they, at the moment they're all planned for America. But if something goes on and certain people can't get there and blah, 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 they might, I fuck knows, they might just go back. I, like, I heard Dana
0: saying like, yeah, he said exactly what you basically said about how like the island have been so good to him that they were like, We'll have more cards here mm. to promote that oh, you know, to help yeah. tourism and stuff like that. It was very entertaining, though. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. On mm. my recording, so did you watch prelims, main card, everything? Sure, I watched prelims. I'm sure I refresh your memory <laughs> that when I on my BT recording, so I was away for the weekend in Devon camping. Um, it's really fun in the rain when you camp. Brilliant. <laughs> um, <laughs> You joke. Know, you makes you feel alive, not it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, if people say like, "Oh, mate, a bit of rain on your tents, relaxing." It was like Chinese drip torture. Uh, like just, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. The first recording that started for me on BT was one of, I think, the. I got know. got the end of the Bech Kohea and Pani Ke- uh, Kianzad
1: fight. That was, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, because I was watching the, there was a show on before, I can't remember what it was, so I was watching saying, and then it immediately come on after the adverts, right. and they just jumped straight into the fight, yeah. you know, so there was no introduction, nothing. But. She. So when you look at the fight,
0: you, I don't know the other person, I don't know Panny. I only know Bech Cahaya, so I'm watching, mm. and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I, was, I think I got half it through the second round. <laughs> And then you just see this. Person, I, I'd never heard of her. and She was just fucking annihilating her. Yeah, like yeah. To stand up and stuff like that was so good. And she won a unanimous decision on that. Definitely the more punchy fighter. So that was mm. good. But just moving on to the main, uh, the main prelims. Then so we had Tana Boza Pete against Rafael Pesawa. Mm.
1: This Tana Boza geezer. I know. Sick. That was a cagey one as well. It was like it was. You knew it was just one of them. they Someone's getting knocked out. They were taking their time, but it was just like something's going to happen. Like, but um. Yeah, it, was, it caught his eye though, wasn't it? Like, yeah, well, he said it. Well, he said it was. It was his knuckle in the eye. He said he felt it go in, and he was just like, "Fuck it, I just swarmed him." Was,
0: <laughs> yeah. So technically, then that's not. His, he had a closed fist, mm. and he hit him in the eye. So, so when
1: let's say you've got someone down in the like, so that's a legal shot, right? Yeah, but I reckon because you, because the the. I think the padding part of the glove cuts off just before, like your middle knuckles, like your bigger knuckles. Yeah. So I think because Kamaev
0: was doing that the other day against yeah. someone. Do you remember? So obviously,
1: like your, yeah, you can you can use your knuckles because obviously that's going to work more. But like, I guess that sort of slashing hook that you threw, that rubber like or whatever the the leather is going to fucking catch your eye as well. Right. So it's like there's so many bits and pieces on that glove. Like it's even like I guess around the wrists, it's tape, and it's some bits are probably like a bit sharp. Like as the fight goes on, so if someone cuffs you or whatever it's going to like scratch off the fuck knows so yeah you could tell it weren't you could tell he weren't hurt hurt he was just like you could see like pouring at his eye he was like oh fuck
0: but no it. but he did drop from it though he, yeah, he did yeah, drop yeah. from it because he got in the eye and then you see him and then and then, and then as Bowser was running towards him he just, yeah he dropped so i'm thinking let, let's say you're in top position because like whether like you're in someone's guard or whatever. And then, can't you just fucking aim for the fucking eye? Like, can't. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm what do you think... mean, what I am trying to think. Yeah, can't you just yeah. do that? It can't, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like a foot stomp. Yeah. It's yeah. like a foot stomp. It's the same thing. Like, surely if I'm on top of someone and those. So you can't poke someone in the eye, but you can punch someone in the eye. It's legal to punch
1: someone with that part of your fist. So can't it, you just yeah, fucking
0: punch them in the eye? I, I guess don't
1: know. That would hurt, though, no? I mean he shouldn't bent knuckles on an eye socket. It's and like a skull. It's like I guess if that went wrong.
0: Yeah, I guess. my was got the busting puddle. people up. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. He's, he's busting just, people yeah. up with it. But anyway, Tanabozer was um very, very impressive. He looks really, really good. I love his
1: post fight interviews. Um, is, is that heavyweight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, weird because that other guy looks so much bigger than him. Like, yeah. he said as well, he was like I was just it was like I was waiting for my moment and stuff like that and it was just obviously he was the bigger guy, but
0: he said, i start. I start slow. My first rounds ain't particularly exciting. He did he come out and said that. And he was like, but I'm picking my shots. I'm mm-hmm. waiting. And, yeah, they made it into the second round. But, yeah, he just basically dropped him, clipped him in the eye and then absolutely vicious ground and pound. I'm really excited about this, geezer. I think yeah, he no, could do yeah. some damage. Looks really, really good. Second fight was um, Yves Louev against Mike Grundy from the UK. Yves Luev just basically outclassed Mike Grundy. There were some takedowns from Grundy, but Grundy just looked a bit desperate, getting with the level changes, shooting for takedowns. Evil Lev was just basically picking him apart. What did you
1: what did you think of this? Yeah, it was interesting to see a, like that good of a wrestler coming out of England. And like, <laughs> but then he still didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he looked he good. Look, as soon as he started taking him down, I was like, oh shit, like, so we bigging this other guy up quite a lot in the, in the, in the build-up. Mm. I was like, okay, yeah, like, he looks pretty decent, but I'd never really seen him, I don't think. And, um... Yeah, as soon as Grundy got him down, I was like, "Oh, sick!" Like, nice, no, got to try, like pop straight back up, and then again, like pop straight back up. And his striking looks sick as well. He just he's picking he just him apart. Like a fucking machine! All these fighters coming out from that part of the world—they're mm. just like one tracked. Like different kind of mentality. I
0: think when mm. you come from. I don't know like obviously not everyone in England's great but we got it all right over here yeah. when you come from Russia Dagestan or like Khmer these kind of people that are from this well, he's like technically registered as a Swedish fighter but he's obviously from Dagestan originally mm. yeah. they just come from the gutter mate there was one part of this fight that was hilarious where I think it was Grundy or was it Evolive I can't remember but one of them grabbed the fence and
1: Mark Goddard oh, fucking slapped his hand away. slapped his, his hand one, Whoever got their hand slapped caught a punch as well or something. And they were just like, oh, It's just two-on-one. <laughs> Getting it from both ends.
0: Uh, unanimous decision for Lev. It was funny when um, he struck uh, the hand and then Dan Hardy was like, a significant strike there from Mark Goddard.
1: <laughs> so good.
0: So fucking good. So, yeah, I'm really, I was really impressed with Lev. Like yeah. you said, he's striking. He just looked so technically efficient. Yeah. He's just basically picking him apart. Obviously, with Mike Grundy, you know, uh, UK fighters, we'd love to see him win, but unfortunately, he just wasn't up to the par there. The next fight was Tom Aspinall against Jake Collier. I do like the way Dana does this, where if the main card is like a Brazilian fighter, there'll be lots of Brazilians. And yeah. then, obviously, Teal's British, so there's lots of British yeah, fighters. Yeah. I do like that. Mm. But we had Tom Aspinall, uh, Pete, from, uh, against Jake Collier from, in the heavyweight division. Do you remember this one? Yeah. sick.
1: Well, I say sick. I don't... <laughs> um i don't know how good the other guy was but i mean for him to that was his debut right yeah yeah so if it's to come in and he looks so confident as well it'd be good to see him matched up against someone a bit better but
0: be good to see him yeah like you said come up against some quality opponents I, i don't know about collier but i know that yeah this was aspinall's uh heavyweight uh ufc debut and obviously heavyweight debut he's had a few pro boxing fights
1: and won those but the combination was yeah. just amazing. Yeah, the actual, he's, you can tell he's got like technique and stuff, but it's just whether how uh, good that collier was. Yeah, true. Dragon Bowman, right? Yeah, <laughs> Journeyman. <laughs> really, we say there's no Journeyman in the UFC, then we
0: spend the whole time talking about Journeyman. <laughs> Clean 1 2 landed from Tom Aspinall, and really good post fight interview. I love Dan Hardy, bro. His post-fight interviews were fucking yeah, amazing. Um, and-
1: been sl- people slagging him off and stuff. Like- we'll talk about but, that. Yeah, not, not that, but just in general. People. Oh, sorry, it's all Americans. It's like, oh, it's another Brit commentating. He's not a good commentator, blah, blah, blah. It's just like... He's
0: being biased towards the English fighters. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: not being biased. You just get excited, like, you know, but... You might them. know him, like yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: it's, oh, I don't yeah. know what you want. I don't know. Oh, I don't no. know what people want. It's ridiculous. There's. will tell you what, bruv Dan and I'm, like again, we're probably being biased about a UK fighter. His analytical skills, bruv Yeah, unbelievable. He's, so, he's
1: been doing it since he was like. He's one of these. Like what we were talking about the other week, the kids that do it from a young age. I know like it, what we were saying about obviously in Russia and Brazil and stuff. They're born, like not almost born into it, and then they're in the gym when they're young. They're fighting for survival, and it's like oh. Fucking for for a lot of them it's either like drugs or that sort of lifestyle or get in the gym and learn jujitsu and stuff. And Dan Hardy, I've I've read like some of his stuff and he's been doing it since he was a kid. Mm. He's been out like training with like the monks. Do you hear about that? When he was nah. like he, he went out, he done it himself. He was just like, I just want to go and live out with the monks and see how they live. So he's all spiritual and shit, like That's sort of it. like GSP sort of style, but like yeah. he's just all about like martial arts. So
0: I remember watching him fight, because uh, he's so, he's quite soft spoken. Mm. And then you see him in the ring, and he'd have like his red hair, oh, and yeah. he'd just
1: fucking oh, be a man. machine. Me, like. um, so we w- we went to one of the UFCs in London. Like this was years ago now, and it's like uh, it was Dan Hardy against Condit. You, I don't know if you remember that one. He
0: lost to Carlos Condit, but, didn't
1: he? Bad knockout. Like, yeah. But, and we was <laughs> all the loads of the tickets got sold out like like instantly, and I was like I was like my mate. I said to my mate Jack, like we gotta go, no matter what. I'll I'll fucking get the tickets, and we will just sort it out later. I messaged him later. I was like, them tickets for fucking 375 each. <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I had to fucking get them. I was like, we were about six rows back from the front. No shit. And it was sick, but it was like, it was sick while they were standing. So that fight was amazing because we were looking straight at it and it's like, you could hear the shots landing. And then it was, I think they both threw a right hand left hook, but they both missed the right hand. They weren't trying to land the right. They were trying to land the, le- uh, trying to land the left I think Condit blocked a little bit of it, and Hardy was just like chin up and just like smack, and just the oh, arm, like just the way that he dropped, and everyone went quiet. I looked at my, mate, I was like, oh fuck, you oh, know, fuck. <laughs> Condit's just walking around. I like, was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> have you heard? Um, I've
0: heard it on, I've heard it on two or three different podcasts because I listen to Rogan, I listen to Joey Diaz, I listen to the Fighter and the Kid, and they're a bit of a circle in LA, and yeah, they? Yeah. So I sort of listen to that. I'm quite invested in that world. And they talk about a story... You know Tim Kennedy? Yeah.
1: yeah so yeah. he
0: is obviously like a Marine and that kind of stuff. And he tells a story of when they went out and, and trained with the US Army. Right. And right. it was like Tim Kennedy, I think Matt Sarah maybe was there as well. And, and then Condit was there. And like Condit, they say he's like a quiet, yeah, but like yeah. really reserved guy. But he's a fucking animal. <laughs> and there's like... Um, he said... He got in the ring. And they were just like spying with his guys. But then one guy... Said to Condit like, can we go like hard? And Condit was like, yeah, like fine. Like, I think
1: I've, I think there's a video.
0: Is there a I'm video? Sure of there's this? A video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he just basically like spars, and they're like Condit's just like tapping him or whatever, and this geezer like. Punches Condit
1: Yeah, like, there pro- something happens and it's everyone's like oh like, I think
0: he might <laughs> I think if I think if I'm not mistaken I will have to clarify but he, I think he might have even knocked Condit down or something like that it was, so
1: like, he, it was, it was like a head kick or something and it, it just sort of caught him and it was just like that slap and you see Condit go yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. and then no no so I think it's like yeah he. He he's punching. He punches Condit, or whatever. And then Condit's like, "Yeah." And then Condit head kicks the guy. Oh, that might be what it yeah. is. Yeah, and then Condit <laughs> just kicks this guy yeah, in the fucking head. Like
1: game
0: D- over. Don't fuck with an MMA fighter it's for mad, crying dude. out you loud. As- they
1: how tough like Marines are, and they probably do train some like boxing or I'm something. I'm sure. But I'm sure to come out against someone. Yeah, stick to your Condit guns. as well. Condit <laughs> as well. Like <laughs> no, I
0: can imagine like someone, an animal like DC, like he, like he's he'll kill you, but he's so softly.
1: Yeah, probably he probably just take you down and. A few taps and
0: stuff, yeah, yeah but, but not not you don't do that with Condit, mate. You do not do that with Condit, but a fair play to Tom Aspinall. He looked very impressive, so we'll see what happens in his next fight. The next fight, Pete, was Jesse Ronson against Nicholas Dolby This was in the Worldweight division. What a finish from Jesse Ronson! It was first round, drops him with a quick left hand, jumps on him, landing elbows, cutting him up, takes his back, gets a rear naked choke finish. Uh, this was Jesse's return to the UFC after three losses, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you
1: think about this fight? Yeah, he looked really, yeah, looked really good. I didn't. I want. It was almost like the other guy was the favorite. You no, know? like he was. Where's he? He's from like Denmark or something. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think I've seen him fight before, but yeah, seen his highlights and stuff. It was like he was the up and coming sort of guy, and then he just get like, stopped in his tracks.
0: Yeah. So exactly right. Dolby was the up and coming guy coming through, and then they've called Ronson back because he's he, he come to the UFC, he lost mm. three times, and then now he's come back. This was at work away, but. Ronson's main division that he fights in is lightweight. The only reason it was welterweight is because he didn't have time to get into shape uh, for a lightweight fight so they called him back in. <laughs> he started calling out lightweights.
1: No, no, that was it. Yeah, they were saying I didn't like about that. It was the fact that he was saying "Oh, people moving up and down weights like it, like like a I can't remember what he said but he was like you should just stay at your weight. Like people jumping up and trying to get belts in other divisions and stuff. I was like, what? Like, you what <laughs> What the fuck is your problem? <laughs>
0: he started calling out um, uh, Louis Peña, and that was it. Because uh, he was that like, was it. yeah,
1: saying he said they're a, too tall. Yeah, he's he's ba- that's what he was basically saying. So these big, you can't be six foot two or whatever and then be a lightweight. Like it doesn't work. Like it's like what? Like if the guy can make the weight, he's he a can lightweight. make the weight. Like, what the fuck does that? What mean? you're like six foot three and all you're doing is eating salads? Yeah, that's like, what he what, said. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What, oh,
0: <laughs> I liked it though. I am there for it. I no, was like no, I was like, like yeah. Fuck I like
1: it. the sort of gameness but like yeah. that's just sort of he's just sort of been a mug to the whole sport and just saying like anyone who's been a little bit bigger than what they are what they have been and then cutting down. He's just like
0: oh if you're 64 you got to be heavyweight. Like what do you
1: mean? I yeah. Know, like like yeah. Nate Diaz started off he was red hot fucking lightweight. He was just skinny, man. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs> Get these tall guys out of my division. Like, all right, mate. I hope you like, get sparked by fucking Pena. Fuck it, I'm I'm sh- no, where did he call out Pena? Yeah, yeah. Louis Pena. I no, put Sean O'Malley in there with him. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's a different way he'll have to jump He's up. He'll right. have to
0: jump up. <laughs> you know how he feels about that. He was yeah, like you're six foot three and you're too tall for the division. I want to get these tall people out of my division. Fair play, bruv. Crack on. He was okay, like, yeah, a nice. bit of short man syndrome. I'm thinking, bruv, yeah. I just want now. Lewis Pena imagine Lewis Pena watching that like
1: the fuck oh, no. what the fuck have I done doesn't even know the guy probably like <laughs> so jealous <laughs> Isn't it? love it we sit- how long have you been at UFC yeah he's, uh, yeah he's been out for a
0: year after sitting there
1: stewing just yeah. like these <laughs> tall cunts <laughs> Fucking
0: love it, brilliant, Pete. The next fight was one of my favourite fights of the evening. It was Francisco Trinaldo against Jay Herbert, also from the UK. Not the best night for British fighters. Uh, <laughs> this was in the lightweight division. Absolutely action-packed first round. Uh, Herbert was using his range. Trinaldo using his body weight to just kind of go up against him. He's going for the neck a couple times. Jay had a seven-inch reach advantage. And got his back using his long limbs to kind of try and uh, wrap around him and that kind of stuff. Took his back a couple times. And then this was, um, I think it was in the second round or third round, an absolutely banging knockout from Trinaldo. A big left hook from Trinaldo. Herbert was out. This was the fight, Pete, where Dan Hardy said it was a late stoppage. So uh talk to me about the fight first. What did you think of uh, yeah, Trinaldo and Herbert? Sick performance, same as you,
1: like um well he was doing well for a British fighter, just I was like fucking proper impressed with him. Yeah. Even though like Trinaldo's but he's a bit old. Like was he like is he forty? I think he's yeah, I think forty, 40. years, so like, but he still look like he looks in banging shape and like he's a like He missed ve-
0: weight, he missed weight, Yeah,
1: but. yeah. He's a veteran and stuff, and it's just like they were saying about this fight because I didn't really know Jai Herbert, and it was like obviously I wanted him to do well from the start, and he looked really impressive. But the the way that Trinaldo was just hanging on in there, and I was like maybe like I don't know, there's something. He's just like he just looks like a little old man, yeah, just yeah, like, <laughs> well, with a good body, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I was just like oh, I don't know, man, like fair play to him for. I think it was a, he did stay to the third year, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, you never know, like blah blah blah. And then obviously this guy's just picking him apart still. And then just fucking <laughs> straight on. The, was it on the forehead? Left hook, like, yeah. Straight on the bosh, like straight on the forehead. And I was just like, "Oh shit!" And the way that the way I don't, to be honest, I haven't. I think I've I've only watched it as I was watching it and yeah, the highlights same. that they've shown. I've not watched it back and watched it from whatever if they've got any other angles and shit. But uh, i at the time I was like, it was when Ronaldo stopped that I was like, oh, "Okay, it's done." And then Herb Dean's just like, there was a split second where I was like, oh, maybe you should have stopped it then when Trinaldo stopped because the guy's not moving. Do you know what I mean? If The if,
0: thing is that he, the way he fell back was yeah, horrible because he, yeah. he was there and then he just sort of like fell backwards.
1: Yeah. He fell back like really badly. And it was like usually people, like Bisping, when he fell back, he was like stiff as a board. But I think the way this guy's hands fell almost looked like he was ready to defend himself. It, right. was, it was like this and it was just like... He was—I don't know whether he was looking at the guy in the eye or whether he was looking over. I couldn't see his eyes. I don't think Herb Dean could either because he was like behind him. Mm. But that split second when Ronaldo looked at the ref and then when—or oh, I don't really want to carry on. You could argue there he should have stopped it, but then I looked, but in the replay, like four punches. It's like fuck, like four punches after him going. I'm not—I don't think I should be punching him anymore. Okay, one, two, three, four, and it's like oh, then I'll, oh, I will oh i think the four punches if it was just one punch and then he was like whoa, whoa, whoa or he was like making his way over there i don't know but i'm a, I'm a bit but then i've heard his argument i've heard herb dean's argument and i agree with that as well like so it's 50 50 where he said people in the crowd especially where it's so quiet should not be shouting out stop the fight
0: he said that there should only be two people that should be shouting stop the fight the fighter's corner or the physician yeah yeah
1: which is like 100 percent true i'm with him on that not right like if Danardi's said no, I don't know what Hardy said about that, but obviously that was his natural reaction. Stop the fight! Like he's obviously seen something, and he's probably worried. that He's probably seen the guy there, and he's like, he's not with it. Ronaldo's still hitting him. Stop the fight! I can I can understand that, but if you share if you're shouting that out, the ref's got to be. Split second decision making, anyway. So he's looking at this going on. Then over here he's got stop the fight. Like you could, he could have even looked away and been like, and just like stopped it even later. Mm. So I can understand you can't be doing that shit either. It's just let the ref do what he's doing. He's a he's a professional. He's a professional. Ref. He's one of the way, well, one of the best. He's if the, not best, the ref. best But I think it was just one of the, just a weird situation. I don't know. Hardy kept saying that's the second one. That's the second one. I don't know what the first one was. No, neither do I. Maybe, m- there was, maybe there was one
0: earlier, earlier that we didn't see. It must be on the the, the, the UFC Fight Pass fights. But yeah. do you know what? It happened, and I'm sure they'll both move on for it. They're both consummate professionals. But people giving... And then the thing is, people just get involved. People Giving Herb Dean shit, shit about it is pointless, and giving Hardy shit about it is pointless. Yeah. They're both trying to do their job. They're both professionals. But Hardy was just fucking... Hardy was going in. Felder was pissed off about it. Felder said on commentary I love the UFC bruv because it's the only sport where the commentators they're it's allowed a,
1: everything's open in it there's no if this was something else not maybe not boxing but if this was some other sport there'd be like inquiries afterwards and fines and bans and shit and it's like no look it's just emotions of running it's a fight high it's like the in you know out of any sports like probably even more so than boxing because someone could get seriously fucking hurt if they if they do get their their neck Cranked a certain way or whatever, or they do go unconscious and don't regain. I don't know, but like, yeah, everyone's everyone's on fucking red alert. It? like yeah. for the whole night, and it's just yeah. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll be fine. But I've, yeah, I like yeah. Herb Dean's still one of the best refs, and like Dan Hardy, yeah, he's a fucking wicked commentator. And I'd, I'd love to have him and Bisping on. That would be sick. It's so that, good. <laughs> they if must was, be mates. If that yeah, if that was in UFC London, they got to get them two on. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, even the third commentator, Dan, whatever his name is, yeah, no, John, sorry, he's, he's British. Decent. Yeah, like, did, he's
1: decent. Yeah, when I first stirred him, I was like, oh, he's this guy. He sounds a bit like he's, it sounds a bit like he doesn't know 100% what he's on about. He's just trying to be a broadcaster. Yeah. But he's actually like, I think he does, I think he, who was he sparring within the cage? Felder, I think, on, the, on the beach. Yeah. Oh, right. He's like, he's like oh, look, I got you there. Like, <laughs> Felder's pissed himself. <laughs> but Felder was like, um,
0: that pisses me off he said that he said that while he's commentating he was mm. like that 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 really pisses me off because there was unnecessary shots there that, that herbert took but you know yeah i i think it was a slight late stoppage but you have to remember i think trinaldo i think it's on the fighters to just i know he's a professional he doesn't want to hurt the guy but dan henderson it fuck it just keep mm. going yeah, like yeah. You, you you're supposed to fight until the ref stops it the only per pe- the only person that I've ever seen just accurately do it properly, and obviously there's been like a few situations with the walk off KOs, but no one does it like Mark Hunt anymore, bro. Mm. Where he, when he hit you,
1: you knew you were done. Yeah, you, he knew it. Like I've, they're it, out. The only the 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 best one I ever saw was um, uh, Machida against Munoz. Mm. Do you remember that? I can't remember that, that one. Was a, it was a fucking. There was nothing happened for like the first thirty seconds. And then he was just a wet, like head kick, like. But he blocked it and just dropped back, like smashed his head against the floor. Leo Machida come running over, but he like he sort of got to just about where his feet was. And then he just stopped and was like, no, just like walked away. But I, swear, I do remember I swear he that might, he might have even gone like that or something. And I was just he, he almost looked concerned. He just went, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> they must be able to see, like I know. That's probably what Ronaldo saw. He probably looked at his eyes and was like, "He's not looking at me. He's looking over there. He's like, he doesn't know what's coming." Yeah. They know.
0: Yeah, I think that. I think they know. There's a, there's so many good knockouts like that. I remember when Rashad Evans fucking head kicks Sean Salmon. Do you remember <laughs> that? And he just he's out. He's done. Yeah. Like you just know. And he, when Barbosa um, spinning wheel kicks Terry Adam as well, it's like yeah, yeah. you know when they're out, but. I don't know. It's like I, I'm, I'm, I can see it from both points of view, and like I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll move on from Dan it. Dan Henderson sure they will. knew
1: this thing was out. Of course he fucking <laughs> did, mate. mate.
0: Fucking Mars Vidal knew Askrim was dead. Oh like, god, yeah, yeah, that even that, that one. I was like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mars Vidal was like super necessary, super necessary. Peter. Uh, the main card was... I'm trying to reduce the amount of times I say erm um, on the pod, by the way. Because I listened back to Foot the other day and I said erm um, about 15 times. So if you hear me catching that, just be like, oh, stop saying that. Ka- Ka- uh, Kamzak... <laughs> so annoying, mate. Uh, um, Kamzak Kimaev against Reese McKee, Pete, in the welterweight division. Kimaev fought at... What did he fight at last, what, the week before? Middleweight. Mm. So he fought at middleweight. Then this is at welterweight. Pete, just talk to me about this fight and this guy. Yeah, he's-
1: Yeah, it's just you. You know, when someone comes along and it's like you look at like people like people genuinely like I can't even speak now. Genuinely serious that he could take on Kamaru Usman like now, and it's like, fuck knows who knows. (laughs) Could he just ragdoll him and just fucking smash him? But like Usman don't fight like that. He's more calculated and he's got the wrestling. But what 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 would be funny is if this guy if they do just give him a test. And it just backfires. It's like it's that there's no point. Like, like talk all your shit. Like, obviously, fucking, like Connor done it, but he went up through the ranks. He, like even though it was quick, it was That's like a
0: new record, isn't it? Bringing up Connor, That's, that was quite it's about yeah, halfway no. through an
1: episode. How <laughs> long <laughs> we got left. I'm gonna get one more in. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you know what I mean? Though, like Max yeah. Holloway, Marcus Brimage, um, Burrell. Dennis Seaver, like he went through all these sort of even like old oh, like Dennis Seaver was like a veteran, but he was like obviously not at his best, like fights like that. So I mean for him to be that confident, yeah, sick. And obviously he's I think it's he's got more of a chance with that sort of style. If he is that good, and just say like he's on par with like Usman wrestling wise or grappling, that's the best sort of style to just ragdoll strikers to the floor, people that are not good as wrestling to the floor. Just ragdoll him, smash him. He's obviously got the cardio. It's just like he looks like he can go five rounds easy. Like just the way that he goes, and he just doesn't stop. And it's just animal, yeah. Like just, but I'd, I'd like to get, I'd like to see him give him someone semi decent. Like, yeah, give him a ranked fight. Yeah, give him really yeah, like top top just something. Yeah, go back. for a like, ranked
0: fight. That's yeah. fine. What what is his preferred weight? Do you know?
1: The, this I think because he, he he probably just didn't have time. That's why he had to fight a middleweight. Right. So, yeah, he's welterweight. So.
0: It's another first round stoppage, anyway. Absolutely smash Reese McKee. Uh, um, over 40 strikes to zero. And <laughs> That's in this. Fucking bad. And it? It, so he's had two fights in two weeks. Both his opponents zero strikes. And him in both fights over 40 strikes. Absolute fucking beast. Give me any champion, any division, I'm going to smash them. That's <laughs> what he said. He's ready to go, bruv. Yeah, yeah. He's ready yeah. to go. Give him a ranked fighter. It's ridiculous to talk about him. Like, do you know what? When when newly promoted teams come to the Premiership and start off fucking winning their games, I know football's a little bit of a weird comparison, but oh, are oh, they just gonna beat City then? Fuck it! Like, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does not work like that. So, to talk about him fighting Usman already is weird to me. Very weird to me. It's almost a bit insulting to like to yeah, Usman. give him
1: a give him like a, a wrestler or like a someone who can grapple. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know these kids little. maybe they're half decent grapplers, but. If you can't grapple at all, or like you're not, it's not your forte. Then I wouldn't. No one wants going to want to fight him, are they? No. Right? Yeah. I think they're saying about Damian Meyer, maybe as well. Which, I was
0: literally just about to say Damian, which Meyer. is a
1: good one as well because he could get caught in saying we see how good his jiu jitsu is. Hundred. If he just if he just drags him down, yeah, I'm going to smash you. To, yeah, well now you're in a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that'd be a good one, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see that. Maya is middleweight, right?
1: No, he's just he come off a loss to Gilbert Burns, isn't
0: it? Oh, yeah. Okay, mate. He's In his 40s, still making work away. It's mm-hmm. amazing what these fucking people can do. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I think uh, what we're starting to see now... Similar to what we saw with the women's division from Ronda, we're starting to see these fighters now that have been inspired by the Khabib's and the GSPs and that kind of stuff, and they're starting to do this like mad grappling style. Mm. Very, very impressive. Him. So we'll see what happens. As you said, I'm ready to go next week, and I believe him. Oh,
1: yeah, they would be so. Like, I love, I love all this. If I like, I think it's good when Donald Cerrone used to do it, but he was in wars and he'd do it. He'd he'd have a fucking he'd be like bloodied up and a bit, but he'd win and he'd be like, yeah, fuck, I'm ready to go again. Let's like, and then he'd be in there like maybe a few weeks later or a month later. He like fucking hell. And he's getting towards the end of his career. Yeah. But if guys don't take no damage whatsoever. Yeah. That was probably easier than some of his training sessions. Do you know what I mean, hundred. So, well, yeah, probably hundred
0: percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. So we'll see what happens. The next fight was cowboy Alex Oliveira against Peter Sabata. This was a world fight. Started off trading some, Big body kicks, quite a close fight. Sabota got a, a cut on the eye because he got an eye poke. Pete, what, what did you think of this fight anyway?
1: Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing, like, I love watching Cowboy. It's like, sick fight to watch, just always exciting. But I think even Dan Hardy said, or Paul Felder, like this is, this is the best that they've seen him or that they can remember. And I was like, yeah, he's actually running away with this one. It's not just like a, a mad war where anyone could win it. It was just like, just the way he was fighting. He looked like he was enjoying himself. He just... Fucking looks sick.
0: He looked like he, I was going to say, he looked like he was enjoying being in there. He's mm. mainly known for his submissions, but he was picking the geezer apart. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent.
0: Out striking him, look incredible on the feet. I love it when you get a fighter and you think, oh, I try and submit to try and take. I don't think he shot, and I can't remember him shooting. No. Like he's just picking this geezer apart, showing great stand up. Mm. I was so impressed with him. What and again, like you Did know, finish
1: him? Did you finish no, no, decision? No, it's I decision. No, I think he
0: got the unanimous decision in no. the end. What is so? What does his future hold, then, because He's not a young man.
1: No, what? What's that? What were Yeah, fucking, fucking give him command. Fucking <laughs> give him command, is <laughs> no, no. it? Fuck it. Yeah, even that you're saying that. This is how good this kid is because saying that I'd be like, no, you just drag him down and smash him. Do you but, think? Well, you, know, you don't know, do you? It's just I don't know. He's, I'm quite, not, he's not like a heavy guy. He's quite skinny, and he there but um. I, I want to no. I'd rather see him against a wrestler, like yeah, like a or a grappler. Or a like, grappler, like something, if Ben Askren was fit, like or was still in the UFC, like someone like that, just it would just clash and just is still Askren in
0: the, still in the UFC? They haven't nah, cut him, have they?
1: No, nah, he's fucked. He's I think Joe Rogan said he's. He, he keeps bringing it up. He's he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's meant to be he's meant to have a hip replacement hip for his last few fights, but he just like trained for it. Absolute animal.
0: Fair play to Cowboy Oliveira, though. He looked really really good, and yeah, I think you're right, Pete. Uh, like just looked the best I've ever seen him mm. for a fighter who's you know you'd think their career starting to wane but he looks he's probably in the peak peak of his physical career he looked looked amazing. Mm. The next fight was Gazimurad and Tigulov against Paul Craig in the light heavyweight division. Pete, talk to me about this fight.
1: Yeah, I fucking love this Paul Craig. I love him this as well. A, he reminds me of this is who he reminded me of the other week the guy from Georgia. Okay, do you know what I mean? The Same sort of look and that, but they just, the, the, just the Lindsay or the Lindsay or something like yeah, that? yeah. yeah, that's him, yeah, yeah. Same, That'd be just, a sick fight, yeah, I know. Just like the same sort of look, and they're just they're just so fucking intense and that, especially Paul Craig. Like he's, did you see the weighing? in No, the other guy he he had his face all Paul Craig had his face all fucking William Wallace up. Did like, his <laughs> <braver. laughs> really
0: Scottish style, yeah, love like,
1: it. And then as he walked forward, the other guy still had his cap on so it was like right in his eyes so I think he pushed him or something like that as if to say like I don't want your cap poking me in the head and then I've done it with of Sean Shelby let them go together again and they got so close again and then the cap started pushing against the bridge of his nose and he's just like <laughs> he just tell me he just wanted to kill him then but animal absolute animal
0: great first round finish from Paul Craig another triangle choke seems to be a speciality mm. Antigilov was landing some heavy shots though but eventually he had to tap there's five triangle finishes in lightweight history in light heavyweight history. He's got three of them. Incredible! Yeah, it was like, sick. incredible for someone that big to be known for like a triangle choke.
1: And Scottish as well. Like see someone from Scotland that good at jiu jitsu is just like I love seeing that sort of stuff as well. Unbelievable,
0: unbelievable, and he had a, he's got a lot of charisma, Paul Craig. I think he can do like a lot of big things. Mm. I think. Yeah. So I was really, really impressed with him. So we'll see what happens. With Antigulov, I was quite impressed with his the way he's managed to land some heavy shots. So we'll see what happens with him in the future as well. The next fight, Pete, was Carla Esparza and uh, Marina Rodriguez in the women's strawweight division. Carla Esparza is ranked number seven. Marina is ranked number nine. Marina was just so much longer using her range and reach. Quite a close fight. Carla using the strength from the ground. It was a very, very close, Pete. Hmm.
1: Carla got the win by split decision. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't really... It could have gone either way. I think. It yeah. Was just she looked a bit more battered up, and it like her, her eye, eye was eye, fucked. Yeah. Her, eye her eye was, was, was horrible, fucked. man. <laughs>
0: Fucking horrible. No. Second most wins in strawweight history behind Joanna your J check for for Carla Esparza. She's saying she wants to get back in the title picture. It's difficult in that division, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Is that a tumbleweed? Just <laughs> <up>? <laughs> That's just, uh, I don't know, That's, there's levels. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know, I do feel for everyone in that division. Anyway.
1: Oh, oh yeah, like it's not their fault. It's no. Just fucking, it's like all the light heavyweights isn't it. It's exactly. Like, what can I do?
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, fair play to Carla, um, you know, split decision win. But fair play to Marina as well, she looked really, really good. That was actually a very, very close fight. Just coming towards the end of the few cards now then, Pete. Let's talk about Fabrizio Verdoom against Alexander Gustafsson, Pete. This fight <laughs> warmed my cockles. Yeah, it yeah. really, really did. I'm a very big fan of Gustafsson, but
1: Peter, talk to me about this fight. I was, um, this was the one I was probably like most gutted about. Yeah, and I was just like, why though? Well, because just cause I, not because I don't like Verdoom, but I just wanted Gustafsson to not even, not even win, but just look good. Do right. you know what I mean, at heavyweight, and yeah. it just the way that he come out, I was like, yeah, well, he's, he's moved. he looks alright. He looks light on his feet. But he just—he made the exact same mistake that Gastelin made the week before. Yep. You're leaving your leg in there with, like, a superior grappler and your response is to turn your back on them and try and run away. It's like you could see Vadum grabbing for his leg and then he's just, like, just like nonstop. When someone's that good on the floor, it's just you can't, I don't know, it's just the totally... I think he just had it in his head. He's that big and explosive. He could just oh, get out of that run away. Oh, no, shit, he's still got my leg. Then dragged him back down, got his back. And then it's like, you just, there's no, there's no chance. Like, there
0: was, yeah, it was, uh, Verdum looked in a hell of a lot better shape. Yeah, no, he did look so much better. He yes. looked so good. I was very, very impressed with him. Mm. He's just not done. I thought he'd be done. He's just not done. Like, he has to go down as one of the goats. He I really, know, it's really it's
1: does. his contract's up. What's going to happen, do you think? Um, he's already come out and said a few things or other people have recommended stuff like, I'll go and fight Bader for the title. And then you'll be like one of the greats because you have that. That's title Bellator, as well. right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he's was he Force champion. Mm. So Force, UFC. Yeah, I think it was DC saying it on the Ariel Hawani podcast. Like, right. So he was saying, yeah, if he gets all, if he wins all three belts in them division, in them, he's got to go down. Yeah, he's one of the best. Like, hundred percent. Very, very.
0: Extremely quick tap yeah. from Gustafsson. Oh, yeah.
1: like, I, I tapped before he tapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he saw it. The thing is, if, when you're watching a fight like that, and it's very like un- very rare, but when you when he's just holding on to his arm and that's his only defense. Oh yeah, that's You're not doing yeah, anything yeah, yeah. else. Like it's just a matter of time, and Vadum's just there. Like I'm, it's, I'm gonna get it. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna
1: fucking get it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, as soon as I saw him just. Holding on for dear life, it's like you've got no more defense. It's, you're not doing, um,
0: you're not moving, you're not trying to get it, you're not in it, you know, trying to reverse the position. There's no transition you can do. No. You're this is going to only end one way. It's going <laughs> to it. was like when we was watching um, Figueredo and Benavidez, every time he kept getting his back, I was going, He's going to choke him out. Yeah, here. he's going to choke him out. Benavidez, like we spoke about, he got out a lot of the time, mm. but it's like he was just only ever going to go one way from what you saw of Gustafsson. I don't know it wasn't a lot like I don't know his shots I don't know I I was expecting him to have more snap a bit more power because he's a
1: heavyweight I couldn't couldn't really see he didn't even really throw many though did he it was only like I I I can it's just a blur to me but I just remember maybe like three or four punches and then it went and then it went turned into the grappling maybe it was just the wrong opponent to come back to like heavyweight maybe if he'd come back against a striker or something do you know what I mean who else moved up the other the other Month OSP, someone like that, like do you know what I mean? Like a striker or whoever OSP fought, Ben Rothwell, something like that. Do you know? Just going there, you know, he's a wicked striker.
0: But he's so highly ranked in the light heavyweight division, though. Yeah. So to give, put him against some next heavyweight, that's do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose yeah. But but then again, if you I know it's you know it's not a lot of weight, obviously in the grand scheme of things. But if you're great at light heavyweight, does that mean you're going to be great? Look what happened to Connor when he went up against Nate. Like the jump in yeah, weights yeah. is. You know, I've mean, i mentioned in Connor now. Uh, Peter, fair play to physics so we're I'm very impressed. Uh, very, very quick tap and an amazing armbar finish there from Fazee, so we're doing. So fair play. The next fight, Pete, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really know the cultural and sort of history that the significant history of these two fighters there was a third time they fought yeah uh roger nogera uh, rogerio nogera against shogun hua in the light heavyweight division it was Nogueira's kind of farewell yeah. fight yeah. and he wanted to do it against shogun who he's fought twice before this was the third time hua gets the clean sweep three 0 what did you think about this pete
1: yeah i didn't realize i'd, I'd seen i'd seen both fights like the earlier fights before but they were like, years ago when, obviously, they are in, like, Pride and stuff. Um, but I couldn't really remember how close they was. So I didn't really even realise that Shogun got that hurt in the fight. So I was, like, when they showed all the stuff and that, I was, like, oh, yeah, like, I remember now these two had some wicked, like, had two good fights. And then that made me a bit more, because at first I was, like, Shogun's just going to blast through him. He's beaten yeah. him twice already. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. He's just, I think he's fought, like, better competition and, like, like beat better competition as well like the dan henderson fights I and mean, he's like them then ones are just like classics yeah but like yeah the more this fight went on the more i enjoyed it and i was like oh, i wish it just would be like a five rounder just yeah. for like just because it was his last fight and for like old times sakes and that but I,
0: I was when i was watching them both fight i was watching it and then as i was um just watching it i was like this is like an honor yeah, I was like, this, yeah, yeah. this is like an honor to watch these warriors like fighting. Like, and I was just getting like, like it was just it was emotional. It's like these two absolute like warriors, everything they've given to the sport. I'm gonna cry. No, like everything they've done for MMA, bruv, Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. just like an absolute honor to watch them going at it. It's so so culturally significant
1: to the sport. These two, and to still have that good of a fight as well. Yeah, you know, brother, a war. Yeah, sometimes you see older fighters, and you're like, oh, there, yeah, that was all right. Like. Fuck it! I know they're a lot older, but the Chuck and Tito fight that was on a little oh, while ago—I was watching that like, oh my god, this is, is... this is an old granddad in there? Like oh. these two can still—they can't. Like there's no way they'd ever beat anyone in probably like top five or something like that. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I, like Shogun seems seems like he's still up for it, but I don't, i don't know.
0: Yeah, I I did like uh, the only kind of highlight because I was just watching it so much. I wasn't taking a lot of notes. So I was like, I want to enjoy this fight because it's last time we're gonna see Nogueira in there. And, and like I said, they're both just such legends. Old school shoulder charge from Nogueira, loved it. I went mad. I was watching. it. I was like, yes. He just shoulder charged him and he went down. I was like, <laughs> "Fucking yes!" Like people love seeing punches and stuff like that, but I don't know why I, I loved it. Old school shoulder charge. <laughs> Can't fucking beat it. What a what a fight! So good, so good. So he's done now. And done, and he's and they even said to him, "Like, are you done now?" He said, "That's it. I'm yeah, done." Yeah. Shogun Pete ranked number fifteen. What you like?
1: Do you want to see him against? Oh, like I'd, yeah, I'd watch him fight again. Yeah, he's like it was, it was a good performance, but like. What's he going to be? He's just a gatekeeper name, isn't he, really? Yeah. uh, Some up and coming. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see what happens.
0: All right then, Pete. So I mentioned I was... Camping in Devon on the weekend And I had my phone up I'd, I was absolutely pissed oh, as well
1: I'll oh, have it
0: on Yeah so I, I had my phone up there And then I was like Oh fuck it like, I've had a couple of drinks I'll be alright And then passed out And then I literally woke up While Darren Teal was walking out And I thought I was tripping Because there was no music yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like What the fuck's going on And then it was like The commentator was like No he wants to come out to no music So I was like Cool so I watched this fight Live bit pissed uh and at three in the morning or whatever it was, four in the morning. And then I, I rewatched the fight, Pete. I can, I'm going to wax lyrical about it, but you start us off. What did you think about this fight?
1: Um, I love, I love that as well. with The fact that he come out with, I thought, I thought something saying was going on. I was like, what's up with my fucking telly? Um, yeah. And then, um, just the focus on his face as well. I was like, yeah, he looked ready. He didn't look nervous or scared. Mm. Um, but I think the, the the perfect way to explain this fight, without even anyone saying anything, would be Robert Whitaker's reaction afterwards. Did you see him when he when he jittered a bit? That was like that was me the whole fight. I was I was like <laughs> on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, something. He's
0: doing an impression of the way, way it, Till. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of them fights.
1: Like you get it a lot. You get you even get them fights where they're just standing there hitting each other for five rounds. Like yeah, yeah look here we go. Uh, <laughs> Connor Nate, too. Fucking hell, yeah. So, no. five rounds, they're hitting each other. It's a couple of knockdowns, but no one's going out cold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But every time these two come together, it's like, oh, something's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, something's going to happen. Yeah. And it's just, and then they back off and then they go to go again. It's like, oh, and then when he dropped him with the elbow, that was like, I was like, at first, I didn't really realise how much he'd hurt him because he recovered so quick. But I was just like, when they showed it in the replay, I was like, fuck, it's like the. Kelvin Cater sort of on Jeremy Stevens like, mm. and i sort of think to myself, why didn't he go for it a bit more and just fucking go hell for leather? But he did like he done it like he recovers so quick. He's such an animal. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was people moaning about it, going, "Oh, that was the that was the most boring fight. That was Till's worst performance. Whitaker's blah blah blah. Like he just went went for the easy option with the leg kicks." And and I'm just like. No man, that's that's not how it works. Apart
0: from <laughs> his wins, obviously, you know when he smashed Cowboy and he and I know he beat
1: um he beat Gastelum as well. Yeah, that one was a that one was like this, but he didn't do as much. Yeah, like he just sort. Of, I thought it was a great performance from both yeah. fighters. Uh,
0: yeah, just great from both of them. The only thing I want to say is like you know, the whole card. And again, I don't know why the UFC do this. They did the same with when Nunes was fighting Ronda. Like, all the focus in the build-up to fights just seems to be on the wrong people for me sometimes. (laughs) I was watching this. Till's plastered everywhere. Till's on social media. Till, Till, Till. And I'm like, Robert Whittaker is a fucking animal. Like, I don't understand. And I know that he's got more of the charisma and Whittaker's probably not
1: as charismatic as Till. Yeah, either that or he doesn't they don't want to do that sort of shit. Cause you know he said he sort of wanted. To, uh, there were some bits about him where he's he's moved out to the country and he likes sort of just being on his own, getting away from all this shit. And I can't even remember the build-ups to like the Romero fights or anything. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe he's just not that sort of low-key, like, bro. Whereas, whereas Low Till was always like saying shit. He's he's in the Till was doing the right thing to be honest. He's like yeah, he winning. In, no, like he's doing the shit with Ariel hawani and like he's he's in with the right people. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. just he's. His name's gonna always like sort of be there. Yeah. Um and it weren't it weren't a fucking bad loss. I I, no. I honestly like cause people this is the other thing as well. I I, I don't usually comment on stuff anymore because then you get into stupid fucking arguments and idiots on Facebook. Correct. And, but so what someone said saying, and I as a joke, I was like, well now I think I even said like, oh, that was that was one of the most stressful fights I've ever watched, like um just not knowing what's gonna happen and yeah. being on the edge of my seat. And someone was like, "Oh, blah, blah, blah. Someone messaged and someone else and then someone agreed with me and, someone, and then someone said something like, if you thought that fight could have gone either way, you're fucking blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, the tweets that come up in the bottom left, that like you said the other week, they're coming in from pros and stuff. I saw quite a few saying, this could be 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, Whoever gets the last round is going to get it. And I yeah. thought Till won the last round. Apart from the little takedowns and shit at the end of the round, I thought he was aggressive. He cut in with the elbow. And it was just, I thought we got the fifth round and I think maybe he won the first. So there was, I said there was one in the middle that he might have scraped, maybe the third or fourth. Mm. Because I think it was the second one when he got knocked down, wasn't it? Like, Mm -hmm. so, fuck, it wasn't like... Stressful and it was close. Yeah. Fucking very close. Even Whitaker said that's like one of the most stressful fights I've ever had. Technically, it was all over the place, and I my brain was just on fire. The, the whole time. champ
0: tweeted. Adesanya tweeted yeah. saying I still want to
1: fight Till one I day. Know, like what's like he wouldn't do that if it was shit or like maybe obviously he thinks maybe you could just smash him or but then was Do you he- know what it is, bruv? People complain all
0: fucking day about boring ground fights. This was okay. So this was a five-round stand-up war. Yeah. Every time they exchanged it was yeah. they were landing. Every time they exchanged it was mad kicks being thrown man punch has been thrown the technique standing
1: uh, the oh, what's his name Fiziev the the Fiziev physiev- the Matrix back. That happened like three times. There was I swear so many. no one mentions it. No, no, <laughs> no one, one talks one about it. Shit,
0: like... It's like things get lost in the fight. It's like, listen, a fight, a round is three minutes. A lot happens in that three minutes. Yeah. It was just an absolutely unbelievable technical fight. I, I enjoyed it so much. It's very rare. Five, five minutes. Very rare. Five <laughs> minutes, sorry. Three <laughs> rounds. Three lovely, rounds yeah. of five minutes. Like, it's just un- unbelievable five five uh, rounds for a main event. It's like so much can happen in a fight. Mm. People just
1: forget. like... It's, f- it's probably because people. Probably like them, them sort of fans are fucking probably fans that switched over one night and Wei Li Zhang, Joanna was on. They're like, oh, this, 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 this is good. <laughs> and then like they turn over as like, why are they not, why are they not eating each? Other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, just it's just them people that say them sort. Of, even the even the, I'm a because I'm a diehard fan. I enjoyed the Romero just a fight yeah. I enjoyed them just standing there looking at each other <laughs> Tetchy up. Tetchy but I was thinking oh my god something's going to happen here yeah, when, yeah. yeah just them little fingers that can happen it's just yeah. people I wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: people... go as far as Lewis and Garnu. I wouldn't say I enjoyed that one but I yeah I can't even remember that uh, to be honest. exactly shit fight absolutely that. shocking worst heavyweight fight worst heavyweight <laughs> fight of all time but fucking <laughs> 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 hell uh, Peter yeah I, I just want to say again like a lot of thing, a lot of stuff gets spoken about Till, and he's always in the limelight Whitaker, absolutely impressive. Him, I knew, not I knew he was going to win, I don't want to say that, but I think people were sleeping on him a little bit and he he really, he really shut the deltas up.
1: Mm. Big, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I'm looking forward to seeing them both again. 100%. Whoever, like, 100%. Whoever they're again getting exciting.
0: It really, really is. They asked Till, um, oh, this was another thing I wanted to say. How much time have we got? This was like, I'll be quick, but they said, um To Till, like after the fight, one of the reporters was like, Oh, Till, I know you don't like to make excuses, but talk to me a little bit about your leg. You said that you had a leg, um, you know, injury, blah, blah, blah. And then Whitaker was, and then Till was like, Yeah, I don't like to make excuses, but yeah, you, you know, my leg after the second round was fucked, and yeah, I just couldn't move, so I was quite static. I'm thinking, that happened during the fight. So, it's not an excuse. Like, if yeah, you no. broke your toe walking into the cage, then yeah. that's something to be. But Witter could kicked your leg so much that that gave you an injury. That's part of the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's an injury you've sustained during the fight. So, <clears> you can't be like, oh, yeah, I lost because of my leg. You lost because you got kicked in the yeah, leg. It was the
1: different. It was the like that oblique kick, wasn't it? And he, I think jokingly, he said he wants some band because he did it. He did it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who did he do it to? W- uh, Wonderboy. Wonderboy said yeah. he didn't
0: like it. Well, loads of people don't like it, but. Did he beat Wonderboy? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That, again, very touchy.
1: that <laughs> I He dropped him in that as well, yeah. but that's what I mean. That Tetchy. because I said before, like obviously Thompson beat Whitaker, and I was like, that's the style to maybe beat Whitaker is that karate in and, and out. out point fighting, like. But obviously.
0: Didn't do it. No. Didn't do it. Peter, let's very quickly just go through the fights that's coming up. So we'll get together next week and go through these. We've got Chris Gutierrez against Cody uh, Durden. We've got Jamal Emmers against Timur Valiev. Eric Spicy against Marcus Perez. This dude, Pete, is the guy that jumps around, backflips, and fucking. Okay. Not really into all that. No. Uh and he's lost t- twice in a row. Okay. So we'll see what happens with Marcus Perez there. Like listen, mate, just stick to what you know. <laughs> Ray oh, Borg is thought? fighting Nate Maness.
1: Did he fight the other night or was he, he meant did. to? No, he did he did he not fight? I think no, he, he, did, didn't he, he he lost a little while ago to yeah. someone. yeah, but yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he lost the sort of Native American looking guy. Um but yeah, oh maybe it's because I was just sort of Ricky pop-up. Simone? That's it yeah. yeah. Oh and then I thought Ray, but I just thought he was meant to fight on an earlier fight island one, but or maybe it's maybe I was looking at this card. I can't remember. Check shit, sorry.
0: Ed Herman <laughs> <Ed> <laughs> against Gerald Mosha. Go on, Ed Herman. This have Still these going, fought boy. before? No, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, mm. um, that would be a good fight. Yeah. Frankie Sainz against Jonathan Martinez is the bantamweight prelim main event then we've got Kevin Holland against Chevin Giles Kevin Holland very impressive his last performance Lando Venata against Bobby Green very impressive Bobby Green's last performance as well Vicente Luque against Randy Brown this dude excites me yeah he's Luke.
1: Like, I'm not sure about Randy Brown but I'm, I'm sure just whatever fight Luque's in is going to be good
0: absolute animal then we've got Joanne Calderwood against Jennifer Meyer in the flyweight division the run number two fighter against the number four fighter and then, Pete, we've got Derek Brunson against Edmund Shab- uh, Shabazian. I mean, a- an interesting main event. Not two yeah. fighters that, you know, jump out at you, but it's a, it's a a they're quite high ranked in the middleweight division. Uh, what have we got there? Number nine against number... F- I can't fucking see. I don't know.
1: What, who, what, who have they made them fucking numbers for? <sighs> God, I can't even see.
0: Anyway, yeah, yeah, is this will be a good fight, hopefully, yeah. uh, in the middleweight division. I think we'll leave it there, Pete, unless there's yeah.
1: anything else you want to finish on. I don't think so, no. no. I was going to bring up some a different sport, but we'll leave that.
0: What? Boxing?
1: NBA. Fucking hell.
0: It's back tonight, isn't it? It's back tonight. starts tonight. Actually,
1: like, I've, yeah. Second best sport after this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Football's just gone, isn't it? Football's gone.
1: Football's gone. Football's dead. It's and happened, I don't know if though. you know, but uh, I used to be quite good at basketball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Whatever, Pete. Listen, we're literally about to go out the park now and play some basketball. Here we go. Thank you very much for listening to Strike Forts. We shall be back next week to review the Derek Brunson card. Um, Yeah, thank you very much for listening. We are
1: out. Ciao.